We're going to hear our reading now, which James is going to bring for us. This reading is taken from Luke chapter 10, verses 25 to 37, and the version I'm reading from is the International Children's Bible, the Good Samaritan. Then a teacher of the law stood up. He was trying to test Jesus. He said, teacher... What must I do to get life forever? Jesus said to him, What is written in the law? What do you read there? The man answered, Love the Lord your God, love him with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, and all your mind. Also, you must love your neighbour as you love yourself. Jesus said to him, Your answer is right. Do this and you will have life forever. But the man wanted to show that the way he was living was right. So he said to Jesus, and who is my neighbor? To answer this question, Jesus said, a man was going down the road from Jerusalem to Jericho. Some robbers attacked him. They tore off his clothes and beat him. Then they left him lying there almost dead. It happened that a Jewish priest was walking down the road. When the priest saw the man, he walked by on the other side of the road. Next, a Levite came there. He went over and looked at the man. Then he walked by on the other side of the road. Then, a Samaritan, traveling down the road, came to where the hurt man was lying. He saw the man and felt very sorry for him. The Samaritan went to him and poured olive oil and wine on his wounds and bandaged them. He put the hurt man on his own donkey and took him to an inn. At the inn, the Samaritan took care of him. The next day, the Samaritan brought out two silver coins and gave them to the innkeeper. The Samaritan said, take care of this man. If you spend more money on him, I will pay, you, pay it back to you when I come again. Then Jesus said, which one of these three men do you think was a neighbor to the man who was attacked by the robbers. The teacher of the law answered, the one who helped him. Jesus said to him, then go and do the same thing he did. Thank you, James. It's our all-in service, so now we're going to have some time for our different activities that are going on. And today they're all about love. They're about showing love for other people. So in the fellowship area, there is a board where you can write down a commitment to do something that is going to show love to somebody else. And you're going to write down who you're going to tell when you've done it. So there's a bit of accountability there. So that's over in the fellowship area. It's an act of random kindness wall that you can sign up for. In the Epiphany Chapel, we've got two crafty activities. There's two things to make. One is a heart, which you can make to give to somebody out of paper. And that will be a nice love gift for somebody. And the other one is a, a cube, um, so that you can throw it and decide what act of kindness you're going to do for somebody this week. So if you like making things and decorating things, that's probably the place you want to start off. 
At the back there on the boards, there are some ideas for prayer. So if you want to go and sit somewhere quietly and pray about the way and the places in the world that need to know a bit more about God's love, then that's the area to head for. And if you want to talk about the passage that we've just heard, if you want to think a little bit more about the story, then we're going to have a little discussion group, and I think we'll do that down here at the front. So um, that will be in that area. So we've got about 10, 15 minutes to go and do different things. You won't have time to do everything, but if there's something you didn't do, you can probably tag it on to the end of the service. Um, So this is the time to go off and do your activities. There is another. On your pew, you've got a piece of paper and a pen with words for God's love. So if you really don't want to do anything that I've said and you just want to stay where you are and keep your head down, (laughs) I know you're out there, then have a go at thinking about different words for the different letters of the alphabet to describe God's love. song with actions when the people that are really good at the actions aren't hiding in the chapel finishing off the crafts so this morning we've been thinking about love we've been thinking about God's unlimited love for us and we've been thinking about the sorts of things that we can do to show love to other people the hearts that you've made has anyone got one they can hold up to show us the hearts that you've made beautiful Oh, they are so lovely. They've worked out really well. If you've made a heart, give it to somebody else. Give it to somebody else as a sign that you love them and that you want to show God's love to them. Now, I was watching those of you that were filling in your alphabet sheets. And we're going to have a go at filling that in now all together. Okay, see if we can get all the way through. Did anybody get all the way through? Oh, yes, Jane did. Brilliant, Jane. Malcolm did. Well done, Malcolm. We're going to go all the way through. So we started you off with amazing and brilliant. Give me a word beginning with C for God's love. Caring. Caring. Okay, we'll have caring. This is going to test out our um, screen operators, isn't it? D. What have we got for D? Divine. We could have divine for D. E? Everlasting. Everlasting. You're good at this. F? Faithful. G. <laughs> Richard says ginormous. Anything else? Great. Yeah, we'll have either great or ginormous. Generous, you could have. H. Healing. God's healing love. Fantastic. Well done. I. Infinite. Ooh. Immense, you could have. Immense. J. Joyful. God's joyful love. K. Kind. Kind. L. Lasting. Lasting. Limitless. Ooh, very good, very good. M. Marvellous. Marvellous. <laughs> N. Never ending. 
never ending. Good one. Oh. Omnipotent. Who said that? Was that Jeremy? Well done, Jeremy. <laughs> Omnipotent. <laughs> P. P. Perfect. Perfect. Q. Quiet. God's quiet love. R. Restoring. We could have restful. We could have restoring. S. Saving. 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 T. Transforming. Transforming. That was very quick, Richard. Have you been thinking about that one for a long time? (laughs) You. Universal or unending? Unconditional? V. Victorious or vindicating? W. Wonderful. X. We might have to cheat. Extreme. <laughs> Extraordinary. Excellent. Xylophonic. Xylophonic. No, 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 no. Why? Why? I haven't heard a why. Yearning. Yearning. Yeah. Pardon? Useful. I think I like yearning better. Yearning. And Z. Zealous. Well done. You all did that without the cheat sheet. I actually downloaded a cheat sheet just in case you didn't have any. But we didn't need it this morning. Well done. So, I don't know if we can make it so that we can see all of them on the screen at the same time. But if not, you'll remember the words that we've said. Which word is your favourite word that you've heard there this morning? For how you're feeling today about God's love. It might be different at different times. Just hold that in your head. Which is your favourite word that you have heard there for God's love? And I wonder, when you've thought of that, which word is there there that might make you feel slightly uncomfortable? Maybe there's a word there for God's love that you don't want to think about today, that just doesn't sit comfortably with you. Keep Keep those thoughts in your mind. You know, the great thing about God's love is that it's all of those things that we've talked about and even more. In the song that we were playing just as we came back all together, we talked about God's love being big and strong and going on and on and on. And we heard that we can think about God as being our mate. Now, sometimes God is our mate. That is the way we experience him. But as well as that, God's love at times is soft and gentle and kind and small enough to get right into the very centre of our being. And as well as that, God's love is holy and fearsome and a bit scary. And it might make us want to fall down on the ground in worship and adoration and in reverence. It's hard to get our heads around God's love because it isn't a generic one-size-fits-all kind of love. It's individual and it's personal to each and every one of us. It's unique to who we are and the stage that we're at. That's how we can experience it. God doesn't just love the good bits of us. And he doesn't just love us when we're doing good. He loves us just as we are, just because of who he is. 
He loves every single one of us, whatever we've done or whatever we think we're really like on the inside. It's a, an unconditional love that welcomes and accepts us, and it's a love that never, ever runs out. And those of us that have recognized and accepted God's love, love him back, not because it's a commandment, although it is, not because it's a requirement of God's law, but because it's our natural response to his love. He loves and we love him in return. And as we pass that love back to him, it flows out through us and we love other people. We want to pass it on. In the reading that James read for us earlier, we heard Jesus telling the lawyer about how to be part of God's kingdom. And there are only two things needed. To love God to respond to his love by loving him back, and to love other people. And then in the story we heard about the man who's attacked and robbed and left for dead. And three people come along and find him. The first two walk past without stopping, but the third one, a foreigner, stops and helps him. And Jesus asks, which one acted like a neighbour? Which one showed love? And of course, it's the third one, it's the Samaritan, the one from a different land, the one who is the enemy of the injured person. This story then is telling us that everyone we meet is our neighbour and needs to be shown our love. That includes those people that are different to us. That includes those people that are damaged by things that have happened to them. That means that we love them and we help them without judging whether or not they're worthy of our love because God didn't judge whether or not we were worthy of being saved when he sent his son to save us. That's how he showed his love. And that's how we must love one another too. So this morning we've thought about how we might show that love by doing kind things, not just for our family and friends, but for those people who are different to us, those people who might have been damaged, those people that we find ourselves meeting every day. And so we've made hearts, and I've seen some of the hearts, and we've made cubes to help us to think of things that we can do to kind, to be kind to others. And we've written promises to remember to show love to others. As I've thought about today's service this week, I felt very much that we need as a church family to spend some time just remembering how amazing God's love is for each and every one of us here. Now, perhaps there are some people in church today who want to respond to that love for the first time by offering God their love in return. Perhaps there are some people who feel as though God's love has slipped from being at the very centre of their life to being something on the periphery. And perhaps today is the day to do something about that and to re-acknowledge the centrality of God's love for us. And maybe some of us have been very well getting on with the knowledge of God's love in our everyday lives. But as a sign of our commitment to his love, I think we um, need to remember that we pass it on to others. That's the sign that his love is genuine in our lives, that we pass it on to other people. So before you leave church today, if you haven't done already, please would you sign up on the board for an act of love that you are going to do for somebody else. And please would you tell somebody else what it is that you're going to do so that you can be accountable to them, so that you can say, yes, I actually did do that. I actually really did make a cake and give it to somebody. I really did go and send a text to somebody I hadn't seen for a long time. Whatever it might be, try and do something this week to demonstrate our love for others because God loved us first. And next week and maybe in the week after, 
we'll hopefully have an opportunity to share how some of that has gone and to share together our experience of being a good Samaritan to somebody else. But for now, may we pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for that story that you gave us to help us to understand love better. Help us to be more like the Samaritan, finding out the people who need our help. And help us to be courageous as he was and generous in offering our help and our love to other people. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.